Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can't choose Whoa! My... Giggity, 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 giggity. Goo. Goo. Yeah, yeah goo. Right. Goo's like fun. Goo. What, yeah. did you get a haircut? I did. Yeah, you look well quaffed oh, today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you're looking you. nice. You're looking sharp. They always try to put the product in. I hate product. Oh, I love product. I don't know. With curls, it's no, no good. No curls, bueno. Curls for girls. Yes. No product at all. I don't like it. It's gooey, it's wacky, and I like a natural floof. Well, don't get a glue. Goo. goo is old. The goo's from the 90s. There's oh, no they, goo anymore. That guy goes. No, that should be paste. You gotta a get paste. a paste. Yeah, paste is good. I'm all paste. I'm mad at mm, paste. Copy and paste. All right. <laughs> yeah, the goo is, that's from the 90s. Oh. We, went, we went mousse. There was, there was mousse. There was brill Hairspray, cream. and then brill cream. What are you from, the 40s? Yeah, that was 40s. That was like Mad Men. Oh, that's I'm, why their hair's wet. I'm talking in our life. Okay. But well, the brill. hair's looking good today. Thank you it's very much. Straight back like you're in a wind tunnel. Well, this is a, this is a matted touch. This is like a turtle wax or some I shit. See, I see. It's surf wax. Surf wax America. Matted Salicuse. You take your car to work. He's mad at me. Um, <laughs> now, why do you come you. off with this? Sal- oh, Salicuse. <laughs> this about is you. Shampoo. Great program. <laughs> Tell me why I love, I love you like, like I do. do. Tell, Tell me, me who. who. He's using know. all that goo. I can't find it. Well, you got the wax on you. Whatever. I thought I had some wax on me. The, the, right. the hot's on the wax. The wax on wax. Wax poetic. But what was I going to say? The wax, the muffins. Uh, the product. Turtle wax. Yeah, the goo, the cream, the mousse. Yes. Well, uh, there was something else I was going to move on to. I oh, Salicuse is upset with me. Oh. Now, where do you come down Salamuse. on this? Because he writes, you haven't responded to me since December, which, by the way, it's at the time of recording this, you have to bleep this because they get mad when we pre-record, but it's January 8th. Yes. December was eight days ago. That's not crazy. That's true. But... So I feel bad. He writes, you haven't responded to me since December. What gives? And I look back, and it's literally a gif, gif, of Gary Busey saying, Utah, get me two. What is that in context to? Just random. Oh. Fun. It's a line I love. I say oh, on the okay. show. Okay. So he sends a look. Okay. He thought of me. He wrote a thing. Now, keep in mind, I got a, a 10-week-old baby over here. My sure. hair's on fire. My life's upside down. I've slept 80 minutes. Well, it's all that goo. He didn't it's say. And poo. Uh-huh. He, Winnie. He didn't say <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, with an H. Ah, uh, H goes a long way. <laughs> Heroin. <A> helicopter. <laughs> Kobe. That one didn't go a long way. <laughs> that one went straight down, but <laughs> didn't go as far as it was supposed to. But <laughs> but I can uh, see if he wrote, "Hey, I got a project. I got a script. I got yes. uh, my father's gay." It's I would have written baby. back. You know, mine too. Who's he dating? <laughs> but sometimes you got to give a little slack to a guy with a, a newborn baby, and you're just yes. sending an animated GIF. Yes, yes, and 
Sometimes you're busy, so you give a uh, you put that thumbs up piece of shit on there, that stamp. Yeah, the stamp. to me that is almost worse because you go, yeah, I saw it, move on, Double blow tap. me. I got no time for you. Well, it's the thing backup. where I, this is often I go, oh, Salacuse, but I, the baby's crying or screaming, or I'm on an airplane, or my sister's asshole is in my mouth, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know. I get it. I'm a sensitive Nazi as well. If I get to me, it's all about response. If I get no response on a joke or a or a sentence or a question or a text, I'm like, Ugh. so I get it. But it's a little much. I mean, the guy is a 71 year old man. Well, I think he's just trying to get the dialogue he going. I, and I feel bad because I love Salacuse. And I was thinking about Salacuse yes, just yesterday. I should have texted him because I was thinking about him. I was uh, watching some stuff he filmed and thinking. Boy, I gotta yell at this man. Hey, porn. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I was thinking about him about some other projects. So, uh, but anyways, he's upset. But yes, we went from moose to hairspray to yeah. gel. Yes, or vice versa. Somewhere in those, because the moose was white. Yeah, it was like a little. It was almost like cheese whiz can. Exactly. Daryl Johnson, another white moose. Oh, football player. Hey, nice. But uh, it was, yeah, there was like the exactly like the cheese whiz. Yes, yes, and then there's chocolate moose. Oh, that's a dessert. Yeah, but it, it's similar in that swirly dog poo fashion. <laughs> Let me just say this, though, about the uh, the texting and all that, because mm-hmm. I had a night off the other day. Sure. And, you know, that's rare for me. But I'll tell you, when you take stand-up out of my life, I am sad, bored, and gay. Yeah. And you got a lot of time. So Salacuse has no act. He's got no stand-up. Right. So I'm sitting at home at, at 8.30, and I'm like, who can I text? And I think that's what he's doing, and he's waiting for a response. But when I have shows, I'm like, why do these people text me? I'm running around. I'm flying. I'm performing. I'm writing. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking hands and babies. Yeah, it's a weird thing because, yeah, when you – when you, I sound like Cosby. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of times I think people – because I, I see ads in the subway and stuff that says, like, philosophy course, uh, 10-week program. Yeah. Or whatever. It's always, like, 7.30 p.m. Sure. Wednesday, Friday. I'm like, 7.30 p.m.? Yes. Oh, most people are working from 7 till 5. That's their magic time right there is that late night. So, yeah, they go play volleyball at 8 p.m. Or they go whatever. You see those cum guzzlers playing kickball, and then they go drink at the bar with their dumb uniforms on. Yeah, that's good. That's a good life. I'm thinking about giving it all up in Washington. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't feel right. Doesn't sit well. Yeah, nobody's not sitting well with anybody, but I'd fly back for the pod. Two bears, one asshole, does it? Yeah, but that's a three-hour excursion, and it's private. You're going to be on a a Delta Comfort. They call it a PJ. You ever ever see that clips? I've seen that, yeah. I saw, you see the clip of uh, Kerry Kittles and the other guy? A, B, and J? No. Who's that? Who's Skittles? Well, it's George Kittle, the football player, and then the other, J.J. Watt. Ah. And the guy says, uh, hey, is your grandmother really 100 today? And he's like, yeah, she's in the crowd. I I flew her out in a PJ to come see the game. And they're like waving the grandmother, and that's how they talk in the big leagues. I've heard the PJ. I never heard PJ. I don't even wear PJs. Pearl Jam. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, so... I forgot what I was going to say. Washington moving. Oh, yeah. Oh, just saying, yeah, with, with all that free time, like, women do that. You know, remember we used to date, and a woman's like, what are we doing tonight? I'm like, well, I got 17 shows and a hand job, and I, I don't have time for you. I, I'll meet you at noon, but I work at noon. Well, that's that's on you, Yeah, bitch. you got to quit your job. Well, that's what is weird now with uh, having a child is, like, either I got a spot or she's got a spot. There's Grab no, like, water. Water. Sorry. Ice, no. one ice, one no what? That's one tuck, one, one no, no tuck. tuck. Uh, no but, chuck. Yay, we can only hope. <laughs> but um, 
I got a nugget for you. Denver? I wish. Chicken. <laughs> but uh, There's no bad pod better than this. No, this is it, baby. Cuptown's out. He sent me a clip. I, I'm, I'm like on the floor I laughing. I, I've never laughed so hard in my life. It's a great clip. I should listen to the show more often. It's a good show. It's pretty funny. This is the show. We're not changing it, right? Uh, so, speaking of text. Oh, boy. Textbook. I... Uh, on my night off, I said, "All right, well, I got this night off. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm 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 fidgety. I'm agitated. I, I got to get out." That's my whole life. I know. I can't imagine. Yeah. So uh, at least you got a baby to poke, jerk off, and look at. This is just, I'm just sitting there with just scrolling through bullshit, YouTube, social media, jerk off, whatever. And you're not a big sports guy. Yes, sports is nice because you're like. The hockey game. I know. I'll I sit here. I like UFC, but I've seen all of it up to where we're at, and there was no fight that it night. It doesn't happen Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Exactly. So I go, let me do everything I've been putting off. And one of those things is the big Jew Seinfeld. Oh, my goodness. Well, These, you, you got me all swished up inside. You got my head with the Nate Bargatze. They're on the phone. He's twirling the cord. He's got hair hair things in there. You know, he's got a bathrobe on and he's giggling and, and all that. So I said, let me, let me set up a, a little breakfast. All right. Here we go. But again, this is a risk. You know, he's a busy man. I could get rejected. Sure. You don't want to get rejected. Plus, he's got Bargatze. He's <sighs> just... Better and, than you in every way. I know, I know. He's clean. <laughs> he's rich. He's he's you know got kids and he's got a hair swoop, full head of hair. He's got a hell of a golf swing. He's got product. Yeah, he's religious. He's the whole thing. Friends with uh, I don't know Eddie Vedder and Jason uh, Day and Sandler. the other guy. Yes, buddies with Sandler. Crazy, crazy. I'm the, it's a different um, playing field or whatever the term is. You're nothing. I'm shit. <laughs> So it's a it's a it's a gamble texting with with the king uh, the king sign here. Uh huh. So uh, then I go well. Let me check his his Instagram. Maybe I can get some clues. Mm. Is he in town? Is he out of town? This is what dating's like. I know. I know. I'm just trying to fuck this guy. So he's in Israel. Does oh, a whole nice. bunch of shit in Israel, like to be pro whatever and kill Hamas, and he's blowing Netanyahu or whatever. Nice. Then he goes to Tokyo. With his family, yeah, he's in he's in Tokyo using chopsticks and all that and doing karate. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's on the move. Then he's opening with Gaffigan out there in the arenas uh, in the middle of who knows where. I know. So he doesn't have time. He's talking to Borgazzi six hours a day, according to you. So he's got no time for this queef. No. But I said I need to keep this going. You're you know? his Salacuse. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, he's not responding. So I, I look at, I put his text, I put his number in, you know, I put his name in, and all of our old texts, and I start reading all of them. I mean, this is how this is how psychotic it gets. Oh, boy. And there's some pretty nice stuff in there. There's some real moments and some friendship and all that. Uh-huh. And I just said, fuck it. And I go, let me text Hamilton. Ryan. Yes. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, sir. One Chuck, one no Chuck. So, uh... I text Hamilton, he goes, we got dinner, we got breakfast the other night. I go, how'd you do it? He goes, I just texted him, hey, so you, you on the road, you want to get breakfast? And he said, how about right now? I'm outside your apartment. What? So he was, they live so close that he was just like, wow. I'm around. You so gotta they, move up there. I know, I might. Makes more sense. Uh, so I just said, hey, you on the road, breakfast, lot to talk about. Hmm. Nothing. Uh. Iced. 
tea. So I go, oh, you see, what was I thinking, Texan? It's too late. It's too early. It's a bad day. It's the wrong day. He's busy. I'm out. He's in. Seven hours later. Okay, that's not so crazy. Is it? I've been 12 days with cell abuse. That's true. Okay. Cell uh, abuse. Love to. Whoa. Been in Tokyo and Israel and on the road, so been a little slam, but next week I'm in. There you go. I'll take it. So you go to Israel, Tokyo, Normanland. Yes. Normans land. Normandy. Yay, there it is. Yep, that's the one. Storm the beaches. <clears throat> so uh, I'm in. Well, I'll so keep you posted. Week. That's next week. Keep us posted. I've already texted the cues, unlike you, and uh, I got a, a paparazzi situation all mapped out. He's got a big bush costume with the fucking <laughs> lens sticking out. Yeah, well, I'm going to throw a shoe at him. Um, He's going to be in a mailbox like Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, we botched the other one. I think I can tell the story at this point. It's been long enough. Yeah. Oh, did you cut the story? It's uh, No, I retained, I kept it, but it's, I put it only on the Patreon. Uh, it's, uh, it's like after the second hour. All right. Well, it was from live at Gramercy. Right. I'll oh, tell that right. story later then because it's a long one. But yeah, Salakus is going to, I'm going to get him to come in the restaurant and, and then go piss or something. That's pretty good. Because the sidewalk's no good. Right. The restaurant is too high up. And Salakus is about four foot three, so he can't. Get to the window. And you never thought to say, what if you just get a photo together? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I guess I could do that. Yeah. Well, you have the other photo together. Yeah, but Nate got the photo. Nate's got a guy just, they're both doing this in the booth. Well, he's got pimp. You got to get homeless pimp. I got homeless Salicus. <laughs> I mean, he's, he looks homeless, but you can't just hire pimp and go, hey, sit in that other booth and wait till I say, take a photo. Well, I'm just saying Nate has pimp. That's sure, took that sure. photo, I assume. I don't know. I think it was a waiter. Oh, maybe. Pimp yeah. might be a waiter. He's lost quite a few gigs lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's um, a good point. Uh, maybe we can get him. Ooh. <laughs> See you later, Chuckster. All I'm right. kidding. His pants are too weird. He does have odd, odd outfits. Pimp's a great guy, though. Great guy, but he dresses like a, like a v, an MTV VJ in the 90s. He really does. Yeah, it's yeah, like he looks flowers. Like the running man. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's Kennedy. That's funny. Tab of the Soren. MTV News. <laughs> you hear Kurt, it first. Kurt Loader here. Who's 85 years old. We Ooh. talked about that one. I, even as a kid, I was like, why is this old geezer boomer cunt on my news on MTV? Yeah, I don't know. It should have been like LL Cool J, you know, bebopping his way in there. I'm so blown away by ages now. It's, I, I know we talk about it all the time. I mean, like, uh, Tom Petty was 28 in the Traveling Wilburys. I think George Harrison was 14. It's like crazy. Crazy, crazy. He was on Epstein's Island. I think Petty was actually 37 during Traveling Wilburys. No. Like, they were all in like their 40s and shit. I know this Vivek with Ramahurmahama. Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. He's 38. He's younger than me, and he's running for president. Yeah, but I mean, you could run for president. No. You're more successful than him. Ah, he's a biotech nerd Indian. Well, whatever. He sucks. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Kennedy was president when he was, uh, I think, 39 or 43, oh, right? 42, maybe, 40-something. Well, he was my handsome. Age. Uh, bad back, handsome guy. That's funny. We keep, face. we keep doing these things like Clinton's a creep and uh, Kennedy fucked all these women. And What's up with these men? And you're like, can we just agree that men like that? 
I mean, do we have to be surprised by every guy who's like, oh, he was horny as shit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's that's nature. I don't know. Men are horny. It's right, but it's, we're horny. Yeah, I think so. But I think Clinton might be a rapist. Oh. Yeah, a real well, rapey dude. That's different. Yeah, a real, uh, a real rapester, but uh, I like him. He's pretty charming. <laughs> he's got a sex. He talks like this. Sex on the beach. Uh, so that's fun. But, you know, maybe he's not also, I don't know. I wasn't there. What the hell do I know about cooking a shirt? <laughs> Uh, but money. Any farts, mousse, hairspray, gel, matted, jizz. And, yeah. Uh, maybe you should try it. Next time you meet Seinfeld for breakfast, just put a little uh, swoop in there. Too risky. I don't want to blow it with the bad hair. Um, I, I, I get up. We had breakfast at 9.45 we met, and I got up at 8, did 17 push-ups, did my taxes, crossword puzzles, showered. And went over there. Now, speaking of Jerry, have you seen the Gullman special? I have. It really blew my asshole right out of the water. I think he's number one still for 20 years I've thought this. Uh, I love the Gull. I like the Gull, too. I think he's one of the best writers, but I did think it was weird he had a Pop-Tart bit. Ah, because Seinfeld had a Pop-Tart bit? Yeah, and I think he's not a fan. But they're different enough. No, I'm not saying, yeah, they're different, but... Well, he's, I think the bit about Seinfeld, though, is he's just saying he's not that much better than me, a billion dollar thing. Oh, I think, right? He's like that to makes scale. Sense. But uh, that boy, makes sense. I was watching it and I was giggling and laughing and had my little toes up in the air. And he is underrated. He's That's how I feel. Easily one of the best uh, joke writers out there. And no one's like him. He's very original. He's fun. He's, he's a killer. Streaming on Max, it's called. Fuck, what's it called? Misfit? No. No, that's the book. The book is Misfit. Yeah, oh yeah, get his book. Conan I, produced it, Can I way. get a Google on what Gullman's new special is called? Oh, I know what it is. Born on Third. Hey. That's what it's called. It's hilarious. He's got a great bit about people, uh, for lack of a better word, he's like, it's... He's like, that's what like upper echelon people say, for lack of a better term. He's like, blue-collar people, we go... Uh, <laughs> he's got a few jokes like that that uh, are just gold. I love that joke. He's like, we're Jewish. You know, my family's Jewish. We come from an uh, oh, interesting sect of Jew called poor. Yeah. I love that. He is very good. I love him. And uh, one of my favorites ever, ever, ever. First comic I saw live. And wow. I was like, this is my favorite comedian. And has remained so for almost 25 years. That's rare. And a dear friend. Good guy. Yeah, I went to a random comedy show. I was 18 years old. I walked up to the Comedy Connection, and uh, I was with Steph Walsh, my previous girlfriend, two, three previous girlfriends ago. This is 25 years ago, obviously. And uh, we were together, and we were 18, or just turned 18, and I said, I'm going to do comedy here one day. And the woman that was there, her name is Dana. I didn't know at the time. We mm. became friends because I started working there. And she was like, okay, well, open mic's Monday. And I go, what's going on here tonight? Is there a show tonight? And she goes, yeah, it's a... Uh, and they called it like comics come home or local comics because mm. Gullman was living in New York but performing. She was like, it's a guy named Gary Gullman and uh, featuring is Chris Murphy. Oh, wow. And I said, give me two tickets. Hit me with two. They're 15 bucks each. Wow. Saturday night we went in and Gullman, I was like, it was mind blowing because at that point you'd only really seen the big, you'd seen like Elaine Boozler, Cosby, Carlin, yes, yes. Gallagher. Sure. And that was the first time seeing like a young, he was probably. I, I don't know, 28? 30 or something. Yeah. yeah. 28, 29. And you're, like, he just had these jokes that I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, you saw one of the good comics early. Most people see, uh, aside from the Carlins and the TV shit, most people see the, the road hack coming through right. town. 
You got to see the guy. I think I've told the story before, but then he came back like a year later, and I was just so enamored with this man that I was like, I bought tickets to three of his five shows. Whoa! I thought he was like Pearl Jam. I was like, I gotta see him. And I remember Lamont Price, my good buddy. He oh met, yeah. He big was black. like, you know, he's a big black guy. He was like. He's like, you bought three tickets, you motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, he's going to be at every show all week. Uh, and I was like, what? What is this? Yeah. And he's like, he'll do every, he lives here. He's like, from here. He's oh, going to be on every show. That's hilarious. And so literally every single night, <laughs> Gallman showed up and did 30 minutes. And I had spent $45, my life savings. Sure, sure. And, and I'm I, sure it was the same stuff over and over. Yeah. And he and Lamont's just like, you bought Ticket, you know, he's like, you don't buy tickets. You work here. You're a yeah. comedian. Uh, well, at least you're supporting. Yeah, but I uh, guess. but it was awesome, and, and Gullman mixed it up a lot, and then we became friends, which was crazy and mind blowing. And uh, well, that's one of the great things about comedy, as you see with the Seinfeld text, the guys you look up to, you can eventually meet. Which I don't think musicians have that. Who would have ever thought you and me would be on a PJ with CK? Woo! I mean, is that unbelievable? Okay. I mean, now at this point, there's real. It's only for me, Larry and Jerry, and I've been in the same room as Jerry. I brought him on stage, and I danced next to him at Quinn's wedding, and mm. I embarrassed myself in front of him at Quinn's one man show. Sure. But other than like, and Larry David's not really a hasn't been a stand up in thirty years, or forty years, whatever it is, thirty. But other than that, it's like who haven't we met? I met Larry. All right. Well, like, who is there anybody that you haven't? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I met Carlin. Carlin. I know. I mean, it was. I waited in line for a half. Uh, that's hour a, and that's half, a slightly different because it's a book. Th- I'm talking yeah. like professionally. Yeah. You get to know, you see, and you're like, oh, they know who you are. You know who they are because it's like I, I'm with you, Fatty. I mean, you to think Louis uh, Rock, Burr, Chris the, Rock, the room with Rock, Chappelle. I've opened Chappelle. Chappelle, the biggest. Chappelle-y. Yes, yes. Uh, Dave Attell, we know. We have his phone number. He texts me at four in the morning. You got anything on midget cum? I'm like, ah, not yet. <laughs> I mean, half of these people that you see them calling, you're like, oh, Jesus. That's the that's the crazier part. That's what's fascinating. Bill Burr and yeah. um, all these people. These people are like promoting our specials. <laughs> Wild. Wild, yeah, I know. If you look at my uh, texting, it's like, Sam Marill, you... Rogan, Seinfeld, uh, Shane Gillis, it's you know, it's crazy. Unbelievable. Even Norm. It's crazy. Norm! Unbelievable. Whatever happened to that guy? He passed away. Ah, you uh, hate to hear it. Who else is... I guess some of the bigger black acts I don't know. Cosby. Yeah, well, you don't want to know him. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a bad night. Uh, who else? Pryor. Murphy. Pryor's dead. Murphy's a big one. He's uh, he's up on an ivory tower. No one gets to touch Murph. But he has been a stand-up comic in sure. 75 years. Even Sandler I met. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. I know. I For me, it all kind of hit me in the dick when I did the uh, I did Carney Hall with Jimmy Carr. And then it's like, Louie's there. Jeff Ross is there. Apatow is there. Seth Meyers is there. And you're like, oh, wow. I'm like... First of all, I'm at Carnegie Hall, which is insane. Yes. I, you know, I didn't sell a ticket, but he did. And then I'm opening for this guy who I like, and I'm just canoodling with all these fucking bigwigs. It was a little wacky. Which, by the way, you could do Carnegie Hall. Isn't that... Two I, Beacons is smaller than Carnegie Hall. Can we get a reading on that? I mean, Carnegie's what? 4,000? Five, five? five, yeah. Beacon's 27. Yeah, times two is 54. There you go. How big's Carnegie? Less than 54, I would bet. 48, oh, I'm going to say. Well, you... Think you, do you want to take a guess? I just did. But to, exactly. <laughs> 4,800. Very specific. 4,861. Well, now I'm going to go 35, because... 3671. 
Yeah, so you're, you're bigger than Carnegie Hall. You could do two Carnegie Halls. Oh, you're blowing my tits right into my chest. But I heard it's not that great of a room. I've heard the same. And Jimmy Carr told me, he's like, Beacon's better, you get a better cut. Ah, Because Carnegie's the got the name. Oh, wait a minute. Carnegie Hall has 3,671 3, seats divided among three auditoriums. Aha. Uh-huh. The largest one is the Stern Auditorium. Yeah. Which is only 2,804 seats. There you go. So, yeah, I think so. That there's the uh, this, this Carnegie's very sexy. Exactly. It's not like you couldn't do Carnegie Hall. Yes, that's true. Okay, well, you just there made you my, my, uh, my dick get hard. All right, well, now this is something. We got. We really did something. But anyways, we got. I got a couple stories. Please, Not please. much of a story. Lay it on me, Fanny. But a couple things. We, by the way, we had a big, juicy riff going about the Jinx and the Last Dance and how they're the greatest ah, things ever made. And the, the card shit the bed. We had a great opening. Yeah, we really were cooking, and then the, the pot overflowed. Uh, but anyways, I'll just say this. The Last Dance and the Jinx, I watched them on repeat. They're the two best docuseries ever created, ever, and they fucked and they're amazing, and I can't stop watching them. Can I say something about The Last Dance? Because I think The Jinx is amazing, and I've seen it seven times. But The Last Dance, first of all, a lot of people had a problem with the uh, out-of-orderness. I love the out-of-orderness. I don't mind it either, but a lot of people had trouble with that. I love the out-of-orderness. The thing I like the least is like the 1998 stuff. There's too much of that. I'm like, I get it. You're in the locker room. Get out of here. Give me the past. Well, 1998. Well, it's all past, but that was like shot in the present Uh. thing. I got. You. I was like least interested in the whole because that was just like the regular season. They're walking around. Okay, that was okay. my least favorite part. But I didn't mind the jump around. I like the jump around. And then the other part people had a problem with was Jordan produced it, so he got to kind of cherry pick. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right, I love Jordan. I love he, he can do no wrong. That guy could come in my face while I was sleeping, Cosby esque, and I'd be like, "You're the you're the best." Well, I mean that is your make a wish. <laughs> So they can't really use that, but I hear you. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they they were they were critical of him at times, and uh, maybe they could have done other stuff. But he, there was so much raw emotion, and it brought me back. And he's my fucking favorite, and I loved it. He is awesome. the guy. I think he set that bar for how much you got to practice comp- competitiveness, uh, how good you could be. I love those old clips of Kobe trying to get. Little nuggets of uh, of uh, wisdom out of him, you know, on the sidelines, and then then you get Kobe, and then you get LeBron, and it just keeps going. Yeah, but you I needed mean, the first guy. You also have Jordan, you know, broken and sad that his life is a mess, and he's like, I could have been a better person, but I knew what it took to win. That was exciting. All that stuff is great, and the fact that like this guy who is the best, you just look at him like, oh, it must be he's godlike, like oh, it must be great to be this way. But he's so hard on himself. He's miserable. He's depressed. Yeah, he's drunk. He's on eight cigars a day. Doesn't seem pleasant. His eyes are all red. But yeah, he's the best. And uh, man, I just want to have a cigar and a whiskey and talk about the old days. Did you Did you see Air? Yeah, I saw Air. I liked it. It was fine. All right. It just felt like a. It was a little little cheese balls. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a TV movie, but I still enjoyed it. That's how I felt. Yeah, but it was some fun. There was a, there was just jokes that were like, wow. <laughs> mm. I hate jokes. I hate this kind of joke. Did we talk about this on the show? I talked about it somewhere. I hate jokes that are like built on like. They're movies that take place in the past, and so they say a thing that is going to happen, obviously. Nobody wants to hear what Charles Barkley thinks on TV. (laughs) Everybody get it? Yeah, yeah. Because he's on TV now. I just hate, like, 
where you can make a retroactive movie. A BlackBerry. No one wants a phone in their pocket. Right, I can tell you that right, right now. Hardy har har. Right. And it's funny because I think I'll, everyone else loves those. I'm with you because it's a little uh, spoon fed. Yes. Wink at the camera. Yes. But I think everybody else is like, it's like when they say the title of the movie in the movie. Exactly. And everybody's like, oh, they said it. And you're like, I know, but that's why it's, they named the movie. I say it all the time. The worst offender of that, I've probably told this on the podcast, Dan Belger and I both burst out laughing. We went to saw Gone Baby Gone. And it's like the Jamaican gangster. And he's like, you better shape up or ship out or you're going to be gone, baby. Gone. <laughs> like everyone, We were like, oh, there it is. Oh, that's it's a, a Great film, stinky title reveal. There you go. Anyways, uh, so Christmas just passed six months ago. Yes, yes, Salakus mentioned that. And uh, so I thought I'd do for my niece and nephew. I thought, you know, I don't want to go out and find a gift. And you don't want to go, what do you think? What do they like? And I hate gift giving. That's where like, the person just says, this is what I want. Oh, I hate that. Just give me this, because it just feels so cold. It's an order. Yes, exactly, because I'm like, well, why don't you buy what you want, I'll buy what I want, and then we'll just fuck. Hey, that's a life. (laughs) That's a marriage right there. You want to think outside the box and hit them with something nice. Like Taco Bell. So, but then, you know, I've been busy with the kid and the travel and the shit, and my life's upside down, and my sister's asshole's in my mouth still. So... I thought my niece and nephew, I go, you know what? I'm going to ta- I thought about taking my nephew to a Celtics game, but it's like 400 bucks a ticket. Mm. I got I to gotta move to Washington, so I got to save some cash. So uh, I go, I'll, I'll do I'll take him to a nice steak dinner. Okay, now we're cooking. You know, the family's very blue collar. Uh, you know, no one has any money. So I'm like, I got a little dough. I'll take the kids out. They don't get to eat a nice steak dinner. I'm going to take them to Del Frisco's. Woo! Now, you know me. I love Adele Frisco. Oh, San Francisco. Which I still think we should go sometime for love, but Sam poo-pooed. I'm down. I like a nice meaty ribeye. Remember we all went for steaks in Vancouver? No. <laughs> Vancouver. That was when uh, I first got sober. We all did the festivals. You, yes, me, Vitor, yes. Hanley. We were for a big steak dinner. Derek was there. Was that with Maria Bamford? I don't think she came to steak. Uh. That would have been a mistake. She bought us a different dinner, but we went to steak. Maybe Bamford came. Lynch? Lynch was there. Okay. It's all coming back to me. Boy, it's a lot of blur out there. Big steak Good dinner. Band. Fancy steakhouse. Ah. It was a long time ago. All 11 right. years ago. How many? 11. Whoa. Coming up on 11. Isn't come, that wild? Come a long way. Yeah, we sure have. You were about to do Conan for the first time. Remember? It was crazy. That's right. You had Conan like the next week. We were all like, what the fuck? This yes. is crazy. We were pushing each other to the bushes. It was wild. And then Sam and Phil had a little rift. Sam and Phil were beefing. Yes. I had just got sober. Mark Marin was there. Yes. Kindler was there. Pete Vitor. Holmes was there. Yes, yes, Pete Holmes. And uh, that was where we revealed Hanley's house that he grew up in was oh. like a fucking skyscraper yes. glass window thing. Wow, that was a wild time. It was wild. And uh, boy, it was fun. Bamford hung out with us. We were just running around. A 11 years, boy, it's flying. Flies by. But, but it also feels like 50 years ago, too. Sure. But anyways, we all went to steak. But so I said, I'm going to take the kids out to Del Frisco's. I love it. Get a nice, juicy steak. A nice experience. We'll get dressed up. Hey, underrated. Dressing up really adds to the whole mood. That's why I did it today. Sure. So we go to Del Frisco's. Now, they have a strict dress code, don't you know? I didn't you know? know that. I found out recently. Sarah and I were in Philly. And we're about to have the baby, so we said, let's go to Del Frisco, get ourselves a nice steak. We're about to have the baby, make it some good dough, the shows are sold out. We went there, and I had a hoodie, like a nice 
hoodie, like a zip uppy fucking yeah. whatever hoodie. Okay. Nice-ish, clean. Do they do the thing where they go, we have a blazer? Here for well, you. Not for me, the blazer. Okay, because some restaurants, you show up, they go, hey, your jacket's required. You're like, I don't have a jacket. They're like, we have one for you. Yeah, they didn't offer that. That's a nice move. Nikki Blazer. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go, they go, you can't wear the hood. And I go, oh, fuck. We walked all the way down here at the time. I go, okay, well, I'll take the hoodie. I go, I got a t shirt underneath. Does that work? And they go, yeah, that's fine. It's like a, it's, it's a cheap trick T-shirt. Ha, it literally says cheap. It's this cheap trick 50 times. You know, their logo. I'm like, right. can I wear this? They're like, absolutely. That's a silly rule. It just feels weird because like a hoodie, you know, a, a muffin can be very filling. <laughs> a hoodie can be okay, I think. Sure, yeah. Hoodie's nice. I mean, it's come around as a, like, Mark Cuban walks around in a hoodie, you know? But I think in Philly, maybe there's, I don't know, there's racial That's undertones. That, like, they don't want people showing up with, you know, hoods on. It's funny how uh, those lists, they don't hold back. They're pretty egregious. They're like, no Timberlands, no Jordans, no uh, black people. Dude, I looked up the Del Frisco. It literally is like, no gold chains, no sportswear, no sagging pants. Yes. No untied shoes. Yes. It's like pretty on the nose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no slang, no gold teeth, no gun. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot there, and uh, so, anyways, I had to. I wore. I just wore like a rock and roll T-shirt, but so I, I was like, all right, I know they enforced the the dress code, so let me check, and it's strict. All the things we just said. I asked my nephew; he's 15. I go, you got pants and a shirt. He's on the basketball team. They they must dress up game yeah. day, and he's like, I don't have a single pair of pants. I don't have jeans. What they wear? Ex- I have a bit about it. They wear exclusively sweatpants. These kids, joggers oh, yeah. and sweatpants. It's a different era. I mean, it, this this stuff. Yeah, whatever this is this, even this is probably too fancy. Wow. So I'm like, what about a dress shirt? He's like, don't have one. What? And I'm like, what do you do if you have to dress up? He's like, I've never dressed up. Funeral, wedding, church. I think they rent. Port? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Can't you wear Papa Daddy? You can't. Was that a rapper or a pizza chain? But my, whenever I, I need a suit, I go to Dad. Well, I think his dad is bigger than him, and yeah, the divorce and all that. I don't you've know. Seen big. So I went. All right. Well, we'll figure something out. So my mother and I, we go to Target, Target. Sure. And I go. I'm going to get myself, uh, not myself. I'm going to get this kid a shirt and, Jesus. and pants. This is great. You're like uh, Brewster's Millions. So you're taking these kids out. Well, it's Target. I mean, you can buy, find a shirt for twelve bucks. I know, but where's Papa Daddy on this? This is his role. You're going to feed the kid. You're going to close the kid. What else are you going to do? Tuck him in and blow him? Well, there's a whole other bag of hammers right. going on over there. Okay, apparently. So this is child abuse. So we go to Target. I'm with my mom, and uh, you know we buy she buys some stuff for the baby and some panties. I go over to the men's section, and I find a little like a it's like a knockoff Ted Baker, twenty four bucks. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll show you the photo. It's like a blue shirt. And by the way, I always wear these Ted Bakers for late night, which is like a hundred and seventy five dollar <laughs> pair of threads. You buy a Target shirt, you can feel the difference. Oh, really? I was all red and itchy. My nipples fell off. I was yeah. bleeding. It's like <laughs> it's sandpaper. It's, it's like crunching. I can't, yes. It doesn't form to you. Yes, yes. It says UPS on the side. So I buy, <laughs> I buy the shirt, and I see it. Uh, there's a large. That's for me because I didn't. I didn't pack a dress shirt. So I see another one, same shirt, medium. I go, I'm getting this for him. It'll be hilarious. We'll have matching shirts. That's adorable. How old is this kid? 15. Okay, perfect. So I go, this is going to be funny. So then I found some athleisure pants, bottom those, throw those in the cart. I go, here's your outfit, buddy boy. We're going steakhouse. Yeah, we are. So I show him the shirts, and I'm like, how good is this? And he's like, 
Where where are we going again? Uh-oh. And I realized this isn't a funny bit. To, he's 15. He's in high school. He's a hot kid. He's fucking all the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. He's Even like, with the no clothes. But yeah, that's what they wear. They wear sweatpants. So he's like, I don't want to go to a restaurant dressed as my uncle. He's got a point. And I was in the bathroom thinking, I'm like, in my mind, this is a hilarious bit. And then I'm pissing and I'm like, oh, this isn't funny to him. No, no. I don't, he's gonna, if someone sees him, he's going to be like, we look like ass. Like, to me, that's funny. It's dumb and dumber. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but he's like, this is awful. Yeah. Like, my uncle is making me go to a steakhouse dressed as him. I'm with the kid. And I'm thinking, I made a feature film. I've been on The Tonight right. Show. He's never heard of either of these things. He wants to dress like me. And I'm like, this is going to be hilarious. But yeah. he's like, you're a fucking old loser with bad teeth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't even, I'm a vegetarian. I don't want to go to a steakhouse. This kid's perceptive. <laughs> so. He puts on the shirt, and he's like, I'll put my hoodie on over it. I'll take it off when we have to. And I'm like this, all right. Uh, so now I'm just torturing the kid. Yeah, because you got to think back to his point of view. You know, that's uh, we forget what it's like to be a teen. All they care about is acceptance and cool and fitting in. And I'm from the 90s, so I'm like, you got yourself a dress shirt from Target and a pair of athleisure pants. You're going to look like the, the money, like the bomb. No, it looks like an asshole. <laughs> he's like, a asshole. So he's like... <laughs> I want to be in my sweatpants. That's what's cool. Yeah. So he looks like a dick. I look like an asshole. Now, Del Frisco's is downtown Boston. My parents live in Whitman. That's about a 45-minute drive. There's some traffic. It's like a 48-minute drive with traffic. Okay. Now, there's another Del Frisco's, which I'm usually opposed to. It's in Westwood, Mass. Mm, what's with, that, the Burbs? It's the Burbs, about 30 minutes away next to the train station. Okay, so Amtrak. you're going past the city. To well, the suburbs. It's kind of like west. Got it. All suburbs. And I I, go, I like I want to go to the city so you feel like this is a city experience. Yes. going out. But you got the baby. It's raining. You're gay. And the parking is going to be a thing. Exactly. And one way is 48 minutes. The other way is 33 minutes. Oh. So you're like, boy, I can save whatever that is, 14, 15 minutes. And the Beantown one's going to have a wait. So I go, you know what? We'll just go to the suburb. I don't like it because it's newer and it doesn't feel as classy, but nobody can. Everyone go, you got to read the room. Sarah's like, can we just please go to the fucking yeah. suburb? I go, all right, all right, we'll go to the suburbs. I don't love it. So we drive out there. We're having a million laughs. We're dressed the shame. I'm an asshole. I said, shame. That was Freudian. Ah. Dressed the shame. Is he? Does he get the bit? Even though I know he doesn't like it, does he get it? I think he was like, that's funny, and then the reality sets in where just two assholes dress the same. Yeah, I have to say, you ever do a man on the street? You're like, this is a great idea for a man on the street. And then when you're standing there in Bryant Park with a microphone, you're like, I'm bothering these people. But on paper, it's a great it's a great gag. Yes, exactly. I've had exactly that same thing. And it's you know what it reminded me of? It's like on Halloween night, when you're coming home, you see couples fighting as like Wolverine and Miss Daisy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Miss Piggy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's just a guy in a Batman mask being like, I never loved you yeah. or whatever. And you're like, oh, they look like assholes now. Right. Or the next morning after the, the walk of shame, you're dressed as Kermit <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cock monster. <laughs> um, so anyways, so I think he gets it, but he's like embarrassed because he's a kid. So we're driving there. We pull up to Westwood. It sells Del Frisco's Grill. Oh, shit. Uh, what is that? Like uh, LGBTQA? I don't know what the grill means. I don't know, but I'm like, Del Frisco's Grill. 
I don't like huh. the sound of it because I've seen Taco Bell Express, you know, or there's some kind of twist. Exactly. So I go, Del Frisco's Grill. I don't remember ever seeing Grill there. Yeah, I don't like Grill. And I'm like, that feels a little different. Yes, so I'm, yes. I, immediately I'm like, I already was self-conscious that we're not going to the city. We're going to the bullshit one. It pulls up and it says Del Frisco's Grill. And I'm like, that seems different. And just like the lighting and the look looks a little different. Because it's a classy joint. Del the, Frisco's the original. is uh, a double eagle, whatever that means. Double eagle. Yeah, could you look up? What I think that that's means? like a military term. Yeah, what is double eagle? A, Chuck, can you look up double eagle steakhouse? What does that mean? Can you look at a Michelin? That's a Michelin. Michelin's different. That's a tire. Ah, uh, it's a tire. What does double eagle steakhouse <laughs> you mean? Worry about your attire. This goes double eagle steakhouse. Yeah, uh, I mean. It double looks eagle. like it's just regular. I mean, uh oh, is it a single eagle? Yeah, what's the eagle ranking? What's double eagle mean? It it doesn't say that. It says it's like part of the name. Oh, it Duh. says it says Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse as the title on Google. It, but right. it must mean something. Can you look up what does double eagle mean as it pertains to steakhouses? Yeah. Fuck. The legal eagle. Well, anyways, eagle. while you're looking that up, it says Del Frisco's Grill. Then we get out of the car and I'm like, I'm holding out hope. Don't worry. Maybe they're all grills. I never noticed the grill. Fuck me. Then there's like a there's an African American gentleman with mm. a hoodie and the saggy pants oh. and the thing. He's walking in ahead of us. And I go, boy, this is gonna be awkward because they are gonna throw this guy out Uh-oh. and it's gonna feel racial. Yeah. Even though it's not racial. I'm like telling my niece and nephew, you know, they're they're like, you know, very woke kid. They're they're a different generation. Sure. They're teenage. So I'm sure. like, just brace yourself. This is not racial. I've been thrown out for having a hoodie. They're going to fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff. They're going to hit him with a double eagle fork. Right, right. And, and toss him. So he goes in, and uh, I'm watching, waiting for him to get thrown out and cause a scene. No throw out. Interesting. Doesn't come out. And I go, huh. It should say Del Frisco's Urban, because you're at the other one. <laughs> yes. So we walk in, and I'm like, oh, that guy didn't get thrown out. We walk in. Families everywhere. Bright lights Hoodies, as far as the eye can see. Galore. Hoodie, hoodie. Back, there was one kid with a backwards baseball cap. Oh, uh, lousy with hoodies. Gold chain. There's a guy really with red sweatpants and a, and a T-shirt. You're, you're at the Source Awards. Guy has a Larry Bird jersey over there. Oh, Nothing underneath. Tank top. Man. Is that Cat Williams I see <laughs> over there? It's just no dress code whatsoever. I took him to some shit knockoff bullshit. I took him to TGI Fridays. The grill. Grill. There was grills in there. These guys were wearing grills. Now, I'll say this. It's still a $75 steak. Same steak. Okay. All that stuff. We still got a bone in and everything. They were. They looked at the menu and they were like, are these the prices? You can't. What the hell? All right. Nice me- so I still got them a quality meal. And it was. It did taste good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Okay, yeah, it's great. It's killer. It's double eagle, for God's sakes. But Whatever that is. Still, it was everyone had sweatpants. I bought the shirt for no reason. Now, he was thrilled because he could keep the hoodie on over the shirt. Okay, it's a win. So that kid. was a win for him. They got steaks. They took photos. It was very exciting, but it just didn't have the dim light. The other one, they have the tablecloth with the scooper. There was no scooper. Ah, I love a scoop. And this is just a regular waitress, just like... Hi, I'm Sue. Well, you're right. waitress. You want a steak or what? You want the highfalutin broad who's been doing it for 40 years who's kind of hot. With the tie yeah. and the little scrapey bullshit. Right. The, the bread was different. Uh, I, I fucked myself. Yeah, well, you went to Westway or whatever. Westwood. Wood. Double Eagle? Uh, at the risk of sounding like an idiot, I think it's Double Eagle is just like their very, very nice version of their restaurant. And uh, Grill is their more casual version. There's no, this mm. Double Eagle doesn't mean a thing. I think it's a title. 
Weird. What the fuck? Yeah, is they, are, they are the same company, though. It's the same company. Del Frisco. Oh, yeah. It's Del Frisco. Same meat, same all that. I think it's just a more casual version of what they make. It's casual. But the, when I saw the sweatpants and everyone with hats, because that was part of the gift. Yeah, of is course. Tonight, we're going to be classy tonight with our Target clothes. Ah, <laughs> damn it. I blew it. Well, the kid was happy, and you got the real steak, and you're, you're eating amongst the common folk again. You're back with your people. Your, your heart took you to poverty where that's, you belong. That's right. I mean, I do belong there. And it felt, but you just wanted to, it's fun to separate. Now, some people aren't accepting because I took my parents there years ago. My mother was a nervous wreck. She hated it. Oh, interesting. She didn't know what she was putting mousse and, and product in her hair. And she didn't know how to order. She was literally shaking, holding the menu. She's like, how do we order? What do we uh. say? And I was like, oh, this is like a disservice. I think some people... I'm like, tonight we're going to live like fucking yes, the other side. Yes, yes. And some people were like, I don't want to be on the other side. I think you learned that. I think when I met you, you had a lot, you you had a little more mom in you. And I think you've kind of opened up over the years, as have I. Well, you, I went out with Louie. So once you're out, you're like, hey, this is pretty good. You get a taste of it. You can't go back. Yeah, so you, you try it out and you want to give that gift, but some people don't want that gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's not comfort. I have that on the road. Do you ever have that where the, there's the, the opener's like treating you like you're fucking... Uh, Liberace, and he's like, "Oh, well, you're you genius," and you're like, "Get the fuck out!" Of, and and people want that. I don't want that. Exactly, I feel the same way. I'm like, I don't, I don't want anyone to do anything for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that weird, like that Chappelle level of like, "Oh, you're a uh, the goat," and all that. I'm like, get the hell out of here. And and I I'm kind of happy it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't want to go that way. Well, some hotels, too, they're like, well, want to take your luggage? And I'm like, no, I'll take my luggage. Yeah, yeah, I got the like, luggage. Please. I'm like, it's a wheel. It's a fucking carry case. And wheel. the elevator's right there. And then I got to, like, tip you, see you again. It just adds more bullshit, you know? I got to keep talking to you. The father. Home <laughs> Alone <laughs> too. Oh, okay. Uh, when he's in the hotel, I don't know. One of, one of my first jokes ever. Went to a restaurant, didn't have a blazer. They go, we'll give you one. I go, oh, okay. And then when the bill came, I go, I don't have any money. And they, I was like, can you give me some? That was a, yeah, That's not bad. You like that? That's pretty good. Maybe I'll bring it back. Dust it off. I'll dust. Dust it off. Dust it, Chafin. All right, Dusty Slay. Hey, folks. This episode of Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp's Ooh. online therapy is helpful for celebrating your strengths, working through your weaknesses, and learning to set boundaries and taking action with your life. I love BetterHelp. I've gotten six, seven friends all into this via their ads with our uh, with our discount code, and they love it. They thank me. They're so grateful. They know how to be grateful now because of BetterHelp. Yeah. Therapy is the way. We all need therapy, especially if you're listening to this show, you probably need therapy, and you should get it through BetterHelp. If you're thinking of trying therapy, give BetterHelp a shot. It's completely online, so you can talk with your therapist through a video call, over the phone, or by message, whatever is best for you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. You're tuned into the show, so clearly you're an awesome person. Yeah. It's time you believe it. And celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com Tuesdays to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tuesdays. All right, back to the show. Ah, Anyways, that's me. my uh, story. I'm sticking to it. All right, I can tell the Seinfeld photo story now that, now that we're... I'll give the quick version. 
It's a great story. Tell it. All right. So uh, I don't know when was that. Was that January? No. It was one of the. It was one of the Gramercy shows, which I believe was June, September. Okay. And... I don't know. We did one every two weeks. I think. I think it was uh, actually March, <laughs> June, September. The next one's March fifth. March fifth. Put that in the bank, folks. I think Jerry will do it. I'll, I'll probably not run it. By oh, you him. did it with Sal. Sal Volcano was on it. Okay. So it was probably the Ju- the June or March one. All maybe, right. Maybe it was like last February. But does that give you a touch of how much I'm spacing this out? Because I just am that scared of bother. That is proof of how scared of bothering him I am. Yeah. We could be eating breakfast twice a month. You know, we live in the same fucking city. We live a mile apart, but I don't want to bother him, so I space. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Literally. Well, this story's a little dicey. True. <clears throat> so, um, get the breakfast with the sign. It was all about getting married and like how to like stay married and not get divorced and all that. That was that was. I, you always need like a God. You gotta give my number. Yeah, <laughs> you need a reason to meet. And uh, this reason is like a lot to talk about. The comedy, the Chappelle special, Cat Williams, Israel, whatever. So, I always want to go in with a reason because I think men are very transactional. Hmm. You know, like we go way back. We can go. Hey, you want to get? You want to just hang? I yeah. think he's a busy guy, and we're not super close, so you have to have a reason to meet. Right. You know, like, if if I didn't run a pod, or not a pod, let me let me think of, like, sometimes, like, with Salacuse, <clears throat> he's a pal, but the fact that we have all these projects, we're working on something, we're filming something, we're shooting something, that keeps us tighter. Of course, it allows you to do something, yeah. Because guys will just sit back, and we don't if we don't have to do anything, we won't. Right. You know, so I think with... That's how I'm looking at this with uh-huh. him. So uh, we met up months ago, and I had to get the photo. We're hanging out. But I don't want to bother him. I don't want to be the guy going, hey, I brought a friend here who has a professional camera. Do you mind if we – It's that's no good. Yeah. That's not lunch. That just shows, like, this is special. This is – you're a celebrity. I'm not. I want to be equals, Jerry. Right. So we concoct a plan with Sally, and I go, how about this? He always gets hits up, hit up by paparazzi all over the sidewalk. Throw the mask on. You already look like ass. Put the Hawaiian shirt. You got the crazy hair. Just show up outside the diner. We're going to get a booth by the window. Get a photo by the window. And he goes, not bad. No problem. And, you know, he's a dad. He's 88 years old, so he's up at the crack of dawn like a farmer. We met at 945. Salacuse just texts me under the table. I'm talking to Jerry like, oh, yeah, you don't say. Yeah, how about that? Okay, we're here now. The eagle has landed, double eagle. And Salakou shows up. The problem is, it's diner. It's built like a train car. Yes. So the window is literally this high, like this. Right. And we're sitting above that. And Salakou's is 4-1. So he's out there, and I see him with the mask and the Hawaiian and the weird bag of who knows what. He's all for one. <laughs> and a uh, decent group. And he's, uh, I see him out there, and he's going... Ah, jeez. And then Jerry's going, look at these fucking animals. And I know I'm like, ah, I hope they die. Uh, that guy, look at it. He's clearly homeless. He smells. He's ugly. And he's like, I know, I know. And he goes, I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry. He's apologizing to me about right. the guy I hired. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. And now Sucky's too short, so he's jumping. He's pogoing. He's pogoing and clicking. Jump, click, jump, click. So I can see the lens. Like one goes up to the sky, one hits the ground, one's over here. Like you can see it's all, it's missing. So 
But either way, I'm like, he's a professional. He'll get it. And I'm still trying to make maintain a conversation while this guy is jumping outside of the window a foot and a half away. Now, did Salgus think to come into the restaurant at all and snap one from the equal level? No, because it was too it was too obvious. It was right. you know, and they they would have tackled him and tased his ass too, which that could have been fun. It's a bunch of like Hispanic guys. They would and they know Jerry. He has his own table. It's so crazy to me because that diner doesn't seem like a quintessential New York diner, but him and Quinn love it. Well, it's the food is good. It's very pricey. Yes, I've been. So I think it's that perfect level of like he's a zillionaire celebrity icon, and it's got eggs and waffles. Right. So I don't know. It's a it's a middle ground for him. So Salgis taking the photo. I, we have a great breakfast. I leave. We we I felt invigorated. You know, one of those like whoa whoa. I just had a real meal. It wasn't like just opening. It was like we're hanging. It's crazy. It felt like a level jump in our relationship. Whatever. So then, of course, I text, I call Salcuse, and he goes, don't worry. I took 900 photos. We got something. I'm going to go home right now and check the footage. Woo, baby. Here we go. (laughs) And he sends me two photos that day, and he goes, this is the best I got. One of them is both of us. It just looks like two blobs eating because of the glare on the window. And then the other one is pretty good, but it's like here up. Oh boy! It's here. Yeah, send these to me. I'll send them to you. I mean, I'll find them. They were they were unusable. Ah, even with a a side photo, it was unusable. And I was like, I can't post this. And he's like, I know, I know. So this is this is shot number two. This is it. Yeah. So stock up, buddy boy. But seeing that fat bastard jump in the air with a camera in both hands was really. Really something. He's a special kind of friend. He's a good guy. He's a sweet boy. Not great at capturing things on camera necessarily. <laughs> sure. But he's a lot of fun. But if you if you have a body that needs to be hidden, call him. Because he will come in there with a shovel and somehow fuck it up. Yeah, he's really something. I love the cues. And uh, I got, I'm going to text him. As soon as this is over, I'm texting him right back. Whoa. I'm going to set up a lunch. Oh god! Well, I'll come photograph it. Maybe uh, something. I gotta, I gotta hang with the guy, but uh, teach him how to focus his camera. And well, uh, we gotta, I gotta tell you, we shot a thing for my Instagram for the Beacon, and uh, he's got a tripod. I've never seen this before. He's got a tripod, but it's just a pod. Hmm. It's just one stick, and it oh, has yeah. a nub on the bottom. It's called a monopod. I he's use got them a, all the time. He's got a monopod, and I'm like. He's standing where it's shooting in a in a conference room just like this and he's standing on a chair the monopod is on the table and he's shooting down at me and I'm like this is a swivel chair it's a monopod and it's you there's no way this is not going to shake. Well, Salakus loves standing on things. He does. That is one of his favorite activities. If there's a table, a chair, a thing, He's standing on the thing. Well, he's Federico Fellini. He's got to get up there and get angles and dutch and up and down. And so I'm like, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be shaky. And he's like, it won't be shaky. And I think because I hounded him so much, it's getting laughs in the room, that it was it came out pretty good. But if I hadn't said anything, I don't know. You hounded him. Mike, help a lot. Michael, it helps, but it's like this. Michael J. Fox and the Hound. Uh-huh. Shaky. Well, if I had got it out a second What was the earlier. Hound? I'm hounding him, you said. Oh, hounding. hounding yeah, I him. forgot I said hounding. I know. There was a there was a space I fucked ah. up. What are you gonna do? Hounds of Baskerville. But, J. Fox and the Hound. Hey okay. There we go. K forty seven. So, so uh, he was uh eight gay, but he was he got that shot crystal clean and uh, we got in, we got out. But uh, that model bottom like get get three sticks. The, the, the Eiffel Tower's not standing up 
uh, straight up. It's got the the legs. Big legs. Yeah, legs. She knows how to use them. Legs and eggs. I bet the more I talk about Salicus, the more I miss him. I got to get this man back in my life. He's a great guy. We have a lunch uh, twice a month. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I go up to Westway. Westway? Del Frisco's. Ah. No, Westway Diner, Midtown. It's two blocks from his house. I know Westway. That's where uh, Seinfeld was... uh... You know, hatched. Yeah. Well, you can't bring him in there now. It's a, it's a circus. Oh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, they go crazy for him. Well, it's just it's mayhem in there. It's one of those like wacky diner. It's like a real diner. Right. Right. The, the diner. Bleep that. The other diner he likes is it's like calm and you know quiet and kind of nice. Right. You said it a couple times. Oh, night. did I? Yeah. Yeah, you said it earlier. Oh, I did. I think so. That's why I was like, it's weird that he thinks that diner is good. Those guys love that diner. Yeah. Remember? Well, just bleep the first word. Yeah. And keep diner. Yeah, keep diner. Okay. There we go. I don't want to blow up his spot. No, the kids I think say. It's fine. Yeah, well, just go boop, diner. There boop, you go. Diner. There you go. Nothing's finer than being in your diner. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the uh, the next meeting. I can't wait for the next Salicuse. And uh, yeah, I, I, Salicuse is near and dear to my heart and into inside my fart. He's the man with the plan. I love him. And uh, now here's a question about the, the sign. Doing the beacon. Uh-huh. He's doing it a week before. Uh-huh. Which is all it's fun to see. Our, it's like Tame Impala, Seinfeld, Federico Pavarotti, some other guy, me. Wild. In that wild? I it's mean, unbelievable. I never, I never thought I'd see the day. It's unbelievable. I'm thinking about asking him to pop on. You keep saying this. I mean, is that uh, bad? Uh, well, I'm running. I'm trying to get a gauge off you. Um, is that insulting? Is it? Is it like the the T-shirt for the 15 year old where I'm like, I think it's funny, but he's gonna be like, I don't like that. But I think you'd have to ask in a way of like, let me know if you want to do time. You're welcome to do time. Oh, don't don't make it like a goof. I wouldn't say, uh, hey, I, I, I'd like you to open for me. No, I would never say that. Oh, okay. I'm saying, like, wouldn't that be funny if you popped onto my dumb fucking show? Yeah, that's not bad. All right, that's what I was going to do. Or, uh, yeah, like an invitation. If you want to bounce some new or do a bit, come by. All right, I like it. That's something. Okay. Yeah, that way it's like an offer. It's a, it's a, it's an offer of respect. Yeah. Hey, you, I know you live in the neighborhood. We're friends. I'm there. Come by. Do time. I, I don't care if he works out. Pull the notebook out. Open mic it. Yeah, tell him. You say I won't be like you are when you headline. Dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is it true? There's no clock. You gotta look at the watch. It's so crazy. No watch. No clock. No nothing. No windows. Fascinating. That's no joy. No show. No smell. <laughs> no uh, shirt. No, no smell. Shoes, no no tell. service. <laughs> uh, no, no smell. No tell. Whiskey. There you um, go. But yeah, I think you should say, hey, I'm at the Beacon neighborhood show. I'm down the street. I'd love if you came by. That's what you should say. I'd love if you came by. And if you do, you're welcome to go on. I like that it. way you're expressing your desires. It would mean a lot if you came. And if you came, of course, you're welcome to go on stage. Yeah, so that I guess. way it's kind of like this is what I would like. I would you're my friend, and it would be meaningful if you came. Yeah, so you're yeah. expressing your needs. Is desire good to express? I don't know if I agree with that. Of course it is. Eh, I want you to do this. I feel like that's an uh, it puts you in a weird position. Now I got to do that because you want me to. No, it doesn't put him in a weird position. You're saying you're not saying I want you to do this. You're saying I would love if you did this. It would okay. mean a lot to me. It's not like you're saying I want you to wash my car. Sure. If you're saying, "Hey, I'm shooting a special and if you're in town, it would mean a lot to to have you there." Right. We're friends. Okay. That's 
asserting yourself. Right, right. You're saying, uh, this is what I would like out of you, my friend. But you know when some guy goes, some guy you don't like or think is funny, and you're like, hey, can I open for you? And he's expressing his desires, but you're like, ah, shit, now how do I get out of this? Yeah, but he's crossing a boundary. You're not friends. You feel ah. yourself friends with Jerry. Unless you don't, then, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Okay. I don't, I don't know then if you I are do, that guy. But I am, I am a psycho as well, so that's why I'm asking but other you're people. you're having breakfast one-on-one. The previous guy, you're not having breakfast one-on-one. It's a good point. It's a good point. That's what's so egregious about these people. Right. That are like, hey, how about I open for you? You're like, I don't know you. Yes. And I have a plethora of friends that I would love being with and don't get to see enough. So I'll use one of them. Here, here. Friendship should evolve naturally. By the way, the amount, the floodgates of people asking to do the beacon who I've never had a conversation with, don't have their number. People, I'm like, you're still doing it? Yeah, that's insane. There's a lot of that out there because they're like, oh, this is a fun thing. Can I do it? Like, What? Yeah. Where's that coming from? That's insane. I think it's better to express, hey, I'd love for you to be there. That would mean a lot to me. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then you add the, if you want to do time, of course, you're welcome to do time. And how could you not? Because they're going to go ape shit. That's got to feel good. That's got to feel good. But he's also uh, used to that. Exactly. And then he might be like, well, I don't want, and some people too are like, that's your night. That'll be weird. I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, and after. And there's a lot of like, especially these big time guys are like, oh, I wasn't. I don't. It doesn't feel right. Right. You know, like I, I don't want to just go on. You know, that's more of a young guy thing, like a hungry guy. Like, oh, I'll go on. Blah. Sometimes it's fun. I mean, Louis featured. How crazy is that? Louis yeah. featured for me at Side Splitters. I think the whole about. Weekend. I think about that once a week. Is that I, insane? I really do. And you, you had that great cancel line up front. What was that? You go. People don't believe cancel culture is real. Oh, oh, right. well, I got news for you. Louis C.K. is opening for me at a comedy club yeah. in Florida. I should have. Uh, Clip that. Oh, that with that the clips. clip. Damn the clips. So oh, with the clips. Damn that. That would be a legendary clip. Oh, maybe the video exists somewhere. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, I think about that all the time. I, I don't know how weird that is, but I'm in the shower going, oh, open to Tampa. Yeah, that was fun. Imagine <laughs> Hanley had that great line. Phil Hanley was oh, Chris yeah. Rock and then Kevin Hart and then Hanley. And Hanley goes, wow, three in a row. <laughs> That's a great opening line. So good. Uh, I always say going after those guys is a great spot. Of course. We yeah. look at it like, i got to follow these legends. But uh, first time I, I followed, first time I met Jerry, I followed him. And it was I had a, I had a hot set. Salakus followed him, too. No. <laughs> Chuck left. Thank God you saved me. But do we have to wrap up soon? Because I'm like, we're going to run out of time. Two more minutes. Oh, jeez. Because oh, right. I'm like, I got to do this. We, we ate and chatted for too long. Yeah, we chatted. I really they... painted myself into a corner here. All right. Well, uh, any final thoughts, uh, guys? Let's see. Let me see what I got here. Uh, oh, 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 I forgot to tell a story. Oh, hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, the old guy across the street. Oh, hall. the geezer. I went in the bathroom, and then he came in shortly after. And he's got to be 101. He's pissing at the urinal. Delmations. I'm pretending to wash my hands. Yeah. And then as I walked out, he must have been <laughs> holding in a, a, a real gas bubble. Because as I opened the door and I was leaving, I just heard... Hey, we should have him on. It was... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it takes to get on the show. Yeah. But it was pretty funny because you could tell he was like, I don't want to rip one in front of my, my cohort sure, neighbor. Sure. And then as soon as that door opened, he was like, close enough. <laughs> and it was like a real old man's screen. It's fun that like an old asshole 
Still Literally. squeaks. Yeah. An old asshole still squeaks the same. You yeah, know? I like that. that Good old for him. Now, my grandmother would fart like a like a frat boy. Just and then she would always go, that wasn't me. Really? <laughs> it's like, well, you did it and then said that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think she still had like that, I'm a lady. But you're like, all right, well, those days are over, farty. She's a lady. Farty list. All right, well, we got to wrap this fucking thing up. Uh, what day is it? January 22nd? Holy shit, my asshole. Um, what's coming up? Oh, my next work, I think, is... Uh, well, I'm in Traverse City, Michigan. Yikes. Yeah, go up there January 31st, I believe. And then February 8th through 10, Austin uh, Mothership. County Mothership. That's, I assume that's going to sell out, so Hell just make yeah. sure you get those tickets now. Don't wait. And then I'm in Springfield, Missouri a couple weeks after that at Ooh, that club. Blue Room. I heard it's a great room. Blue Room. I thought you did it years ago. I did the old one, but they changed it again. It's oh, the third right? change, yeah. Oh, Sam said it was killer. Oh, I haven't been there uh, then either myself. Uh, Raleigh in March and um, uh, Burlington, Vermont, April 12th. We're going to do the Holbrook Firefighter Show uh, April 13th. That's going to be fun. And um, yeah, check out. Uh, Patreon. Yes, yes. And um, all that stuff. Punch Up Live. You can get all my tickets at Punch Up Live and uh, sign up for my email list. And then, of course, the big one is May 2nd, the Regent Theater. I'm fucked. Huh. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, fucking, what do you call it? Skid Row. Oh. I'm up against Maniscalco, Burr, Seinfeld, and Bargatze. Oh, yeah. Legendary night. They're doing two shows. I'll talk to them. And uh, I don't know who's going to be left to come down to Skid Row to see my show, but it's big. It's it's uh, this Netflix thing. So please yes. come on out, get those tickets, and fill it up. You don't need to see those assholes. No, they you, suck. You see, and they're doing two. So go one, one you, one them. That's not bad. And if I can, a little advice, just do a little tray of breadcrumb of fentanyl right into the uh, the theater, and you got a full house. Get some of those hobos in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's uh, it. All right. In five, four days, I'm at the Beacon Theater. Uh, we got to sell these puppies out. I got Jerry coming, maybe. Seinfeld's opening. Seinfeld's van. Desire. And uh, come on by. Then I'm all over the road. I mean, Charlotte, Raleigh, Charlottesville. Uh, what's that other one called? Uh, oh, jeez. Kentucky. Um, uh, what the fuck? Newport. Charleston. 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 Oh, I love Charleston. Love Charleston. It's like New Orleans got its shit together. And, uh, yeah, a lot of Florida, a lot of Ohio, Columbus, Indianapolis, MarkNormanComedy.com, also on Punch-Up. Get on the Patreon. Get cooking. Get cracking. Get jizzing. Seattle cracking. It's a hot one. Release the cracking. We'll see you in hell. Queef it up. Chuck! First of all, let's say March 5th. We got to yes. sell March tickets. March 5th, the Gramercy, for God's sake. Let's keep pushing it. Please know? come. Holy shit. Yeah. Come on my back, my shoulder blades. Please. March, March 5th, 5th. Gramercy Theater, live too. This is going to be the one. This is it. And we haven't done one in a long time now. Yeah, like this is going to be huge. We're going to do things a little different. We've yes. taken your uh, mean comments to heart. We're going to really yeah. do something with this one. Here, here. Yeah, check out my podcast, Fun Bearable. I'm not sure if this is going to be out this week, but we're putting out a panel that I moderated with all the voices of the original Ninja Turtles. All of them. Oh, whoa! Wow. It was crazy. It was really weird. Wow. It was uh, all four of them in April. We were on stage and, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's actually really funny. They're super funny. We had a lot of great back and forth stuff. It was very fun. Oh, was the Greek guy, Casey Jones, there? I love that guy. No, no, it wasn't from the movie. It was from the TV show. It's all the voices. Oh! It was oh, crazy. Yeah. The TV show. Holy it, was, play. it was interesting. But yeah, Fun Bearable is the pod. FunBearablePod.com. Check it out. Fun Michelangelo's a party dude.
Thank you, folks. All right. Good